This show was made at Access Radio Taranaki with help from New Zealand On Air. To find more local content, go to www.accessradiotaranaki.com. Welcome to Pick a Tale. I am with Access Radio Taranaki, 104.4 FM. My name is Leslie Dowding and I'm a storyteller. I enjoy telling stories in schools, libraries, parks, outside, inside. I have many stories to share. Some are my own tales and some are from around the world. I hope to bring your world into the world of story. Wherever you are, may you enjoy every Wednesday, 8am. Welcome to Pick a Tale today. It's beautiful and sunny outside. Well, we're going to celebrate a really, really famous lady called Margaret Mahi. And in Christchurch, there's actually a large playground named after Margaret Mahi. She was a really good friend of mine. And many, many years ago, she decided to write a series of stories for children about a crocodile. And they were actually really quite well known. But then they got forgotten like so many stories do. So I thought we should pay tribute to Margaret today by revising and finding some of those crocodile stories. The first one I'm going to share with you is called Shopping with a Crocodile. Now we all know what shopping's like. Do you sit in the trolley or do you run around when you go shopping? And this is how it begins. When I go to the shops, I always have to take my crocodile with me. He is pleased to go for a walk. He waves his tail and smiles at everyone. But not many people smile back. They just blink and stare. At the bread shop, the bread shop woman would say, Going for a walk with your monster, are you? That makes two of you. That's not very nice, is it? Quick as a wink, the crocodile would snap up cinnamon buns. Get him out of here, yelled the bread shop woman. I don't bake buns for great snapping reptiles. Get him out of here. People should keep their crocodiles under proper control, said a snooty person. It's so embarrassing. And we ran out of that shop as fast as you can imagine a crocodile can run. Well, time to go to the supermarket. The crocodile, though, is a bit of a pain. You see, he wants to ride in the supermarket trolley, just like a two-year-old. But can you imagine, if you close your eyes, what it's like to fit a crocodile into a supermarket trolley? That's right, there isn't much room. And by the time you've got the crocodile in, yes, you're right, there's no room left for the groceries. So I have to carry them in the shopping bag and push the trolley all at the same time. Crocodile snaps his jaws, meaning faster, faster, because you and I both know crocodiles don't speak. So I go faster and faster around the corner by the oats, cereals 
and it's just bad luck that as we turn the next corner, oh no, there's a tall display of cat food and... Yes, you're right. The tins fly everywhere. I managed to keep the crocodile, though, well away from the meat because there's nothing at all, nothing in the whole world that he likes better than sausages. Unfortunately, though, he sees the toothbrushes. That's another thing crocodiles love. Because, of course, I think they have quite a lot of teeth, although I'd never dare look in his mouth, would you? The crocodile loves them so much. At home, he has 42 toothbrushes, all different colours. But now, he's spotted a new one. It's a red striped one. Of course. I'm such a softie. I have to get him a red striped one. Otherwise, he's going to make a terrible fuss and he'll snap his jaws and rock the trolley. You see, when you go shopping with a crocodile, you do have to be very kind and understanding. So that now makes 43 toothbrushes he has at home. And we'll have to begin another toothbrush rack because we haven't got room for them all. Now, when we turn the corner at the supermarket, there's a new sign. I can't believe it. It says no dogs or crocodiles allowed. Well, how could the man selling vegetables be so mean? Anyway, it's good to get out of the supermarket and go through the crocodile, outside, into the trolley, or out of the trolley, all tumbling. Oh, we've made it. Oh, that's a good thing. Then I remember we haven't remembered the apples or the carrots. So I rush back inside, crocodile's on the door outside, and then I realise I can't leave him. And so I think, oh well, there's a greengrocer's shop not very far. A really nice man that runs the vegetables. I'll go there. But there again, there's that sign. When the man in the vegetable shop comes out, he puts up that notice. No dogs or crocodiles. Oh, do you know, some people make life really difficult, don't they? Well, okay, I won't buy anything there then. And off Crocodile and I walk. Off we go down the road to his very, very favourite shop. Yes, you guessed it. No, not lollies. Cakes. Crocodile whisks and frisks. It's no good going to the shops if you have to take the crocodile too. He will, I just go grumpily and stick out my elbows. But off we go. When we get to the cake shop, there's a big crowd of people. They're all staring at the open door. The cake shop's full of delicious cakes. Pink and cream, sugar with flowers on, cakes striped like rainbows, cakes spotted like bird eggs. But nobody can get in. Oh, no. Oh, my goodness me, said the man. Oh, no, I want to get some cakes, said a little girl. Really, this is just far too much say all the ladies in the crowd. What is going on? Well, I soon look down and there's a big water main, that's the pipes that run along down the ground, and it's burst. There's a huge river flowing down the gutter 
In fact, it's starting to come up over the footpath and it's going to touch our feet pretty soon and we can't get into the cake shop. Oh no, what shall we do? said the little girl. We won't be able to get any cakes, said the man. And the crocodile, well, he just loves cakes. But he doesn't hesitate. Crocodile lays down into the water, but just enough lifting his feet so maybe he doesn't get his back wet. And then I see what he's doing. He beckons with his tail to me. Oh, what a great idea. Come on, everybody. I shout and we all climb on the crocodile's back. There's rather a lot of people, so he says to himself, I'll just take a few at a time. We went into the cake shop with the crocodile. Everyone was very happy. They all got lots and lots of cakes and the crocodile got a free one from the baker. He went in and out till everyone was happy and crocodile well, you know, he just loved that water. And by the time everyone had gone home, he was about to have a swim, but they fixed it. So down the road we went and found a nice dry spot. We sat on the edge and ate our cakes. Ah, oh, what a busy day it is. What a busy day when you go crocodiling. What a busy day it is when you go shopping with a crocodile. You never know though, you might need one next when you go shopping. Thank you for listening to Pick a Tail today. to pick a tail. Now, I remember mentioning that Margaret Mahi wrote some amazing stories about crocodiles. So this is another one. This one's called When I Go to the Library. And it's all about the crocodile coming with me. When I go to the library, I have to take a card because when this story was written, there were no computers. Everyone had a little card with your name on and you would take your card with the book. Now, Crocodile loved cards and he wanted one too. On my card, it said child borrower. 
On his, it said crocodile borrower. Well, it's Friday and I want something to read for the weekend. So I start to look for books at once. I look carefully at the covers and look going up and down the aisle till I find a book that looks exciting. Meanwhile, Crocodile goes to play with the library's toys. You know how they have little areas and boxes for two-year-olds? Well, he loves those. The one he likes the most is a little doll's house. He likes the little beds and chairs and he likes the little things that open and shut. But other children aren't so keen when they see a crocodile in the play area. There's Mr. Crocodile sitting by himself, just playing with the doll's house when he notices something on the table. It's a jigsaw. He's not very good at it though, because his claws, well, they're not really made for small things like jigsaws. And the pieces don't start to fit and he gets a bit angry and thinks maybe he should eat the jigsaw. And he snaps his jaws as a little boy comes running out. Oh no, I better go and sort something out, otherwise soon we'll be told to get out of the library. I'm so sorry, he doesn't mean it, I say to the little boy's mother. Just as well, I've got my umbrella and if he doesn't behave himself, I might just have to hit him on the nose. Oh, please don't hit my crocodile on the nose. You never know what might happen. Why don't you look for a book, I say to him. That way you'll stay out of trouble. I'm sure there's a crocodile book here somewhere. But no, he decides to build a castle with all the library blocks. So I go off and I find things about space and castles. But the library looks very, very busy with people. So I have to be careful as I go along the shelves. I didn't realise though, crocodiles getting bigger and higher with his towers and suddenly there's a massive crash. Blocks fly everywhere, the librarian gets a fright, everybody turns pale, everything falls onto the ground, people drop their books and the crocodile's castle comes tumbling down. Oh dear, maybe I should take the crocodile with me. Will you kindly choose your book quickly? says the librarian in a very funny voice. It's time to close the library. It can't be. It can't be that soon. But when it's time to close the library, oh dear, what's going to happen now? Because the crocodile hasn't found a book yet. How about you get one on giants? You look like a giant. He puts his snout up in the air and shrugs his shoulders, which tells me no. What about a ghost story? Crocodile's terrified of ghosts. His snout goes pale and he begins to fuss. Oh, it's all right, it's all right, let's find something. Then the librarian comes into the room. He has his coat on and the lady librarian's got her coat on. It's time to go. Well, but the crocodile hasn't found a book yet. I think we could help. What about a horse? No. A lot of children like stories about horses. Crocodiles don't. They look at the books about horses out of the corner of their eye and that means no. Then another librarian appears out of nowhere. She looks quite old and wise. 
Hmm. Very difficult to find a book for a crocodile. Hmm. But we can't get rid of this crocodile, say the other librarians, because he wants a book and we can't find a book and we can't go home until we find him a book. Nothing, nothing we bring does he like. I've told him to hurry up and choose one, say I. I don't want them to think it's my fault. But the very wise librarian looks at the crocodile for a minute or two and she says, I know, I just know the very book for you. And she disappears. Round the corner she comes back and she shows it to him. I've never seen the crocodile smile so greatly. And in fact, he's so happy he does a dance. He hugs the book to his scaly heart and it says on the cover, A history of the world's greatest crocodiles in pictures. And there the crocodile sees himself on the cover and really believes that he is the main character in it. Everybody's happy. All the librarians can lock up and go home. Crocodile takes his card out and gives it and he gets a special stamp on his hand for being such a good crocodile in the library. Of course, you know and I know that he can't read it. But he can look at these pictures. And as we go up to the librarian's desk, the crocodile waves the book, he whisks and he frisks, and he waves his tail, and he puts his paws on the desk, and the librarian shakes his paw. Well, actually, I think it would really be a claw, but it's hard to describe what a crocodile's hand looks like, isn't it? You have to look at some pictures. Anyway, the crocodile says he'll be back in a couple of weeks and maybe he'll take the same book out every time he goes. Thank you for listening to Pick a Tale today. Thank you for listening to Pick a Tale. Look forward to you tuning in next week and listen to the next exciting stories from Access Radio Taranaki 104.4 FM. Check out the website and the podcasts in case you were too busy to sit down and listen this time. You can choose your own time. Thank you from Leslie Dowden. This show was made at Access Radio Taranaki with help from New Zealand On Air. To find more local content, go to www.accessradiotaranaki.com.